0: Christmas peace and joy is ours, dear Christian friends. Amen. What do you see when you look in that picture? You see a, a woman playing her violin in a subway. There's a guy trying to get on the subway in front of her, one behind her on his cell phone, not really even noticing her. Why is she there? What do you think? Is she playing for tips? Does she need to get her next meal? Maybe pay rent? Actually, no, this is Lindsay Sterner, and usually this is where she plays. She's worth today about $25 million as an artist, her net worth. She went into the subway in Christmas 2015 because she said, I want to I wanna do what Jesus did in the spirit of Christmas and go play for the, the, the common folk, not that had to buy a big expensive ticket to come hear me play. Just go play in the subway. I guess there was a cameraman. She had hidden somewhere. She'd have made a spectacle, right? But she said she wanted to be like Jesus that way. Hmm. What does that mean? Be like Jesus that way. If we had not Luke's gospel, we might not know. But Luke, who was not there, Luke did not see Jesus with his eyes until he died, and went to heaven. Luke talked to others who were there, we wouldn't have, without his Christmas story, the understanding that she has, that we have, about Jesus coming to a humble place. We're just going to look at five verses out of his famous reading that Chad just read to you. It's going to be 10 to 15, and in our Christmas meditation, we're going to do what Chad said and, and think a little deeper on it. Jesus Born in a manger, and shepherds are the ones that are told about it first. Let's go to verse 10, and we'll see how Jesus is a special baby. The angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, because they were freaked out. (laughs) He said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy, not fear, great joy to all the people. Today, not Bethlehem, it was Bethlehem, but he calls it the town of David, the angel does. In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you in your subway. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you, and you would think the next sign would be royalty or angels around him. You'll find the baby wrapped in rags and lying in a feed trough. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to the town of David, Bethlehem, and we'll see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. You ever had something happen that changed your plans for the evening or the day? You thought, I never dreamed when I woke up this morning I'd be doing this. That was the shepherds. You know why? Nobody on earth would have thought that Jesus, that little baby born over there in the barn, was anything special. Just like nobody thought Lindsay Sterner was anything special playing in that subway. Played the whole time, not recognized by anyone. No one would have thought. They wouldn't have noticed Jesus. Heaven had to come down and heaven had to tell people. And you know, it's that way for every soul. It's that way for your soul and mine that we would never see Jesus as anything special if the Holy Spirit from heaven hadn't come down and told us how special he was. And that night, it would be angels that would make sure that shepherds, who were not any brighter or any more savable than the, than the kings, the princes and the elders of the people, the shepherds, were converted by the angels and their their evening was changed and they went and found Jesus just the way it was said and the angels said that Jesus was the Lord and what he meant was God in the flesh that is a mind bender that almost sounds like make-believe we're not supposed to understand it we're supposed to marvel at it we're supposed to believe it we talk a lot about believing in the Christmas time, we're, ta- we're supposed to believe it. He was God and man at the same time, a very special baby. And the, and the shepherds were Jews. They knew exactly what the angel was saying, the Lord, born over there. This is God in the flesh. There had been a lot of talk throughout Jewish uh, history on whether Messiah, when he came, would be God and man at the same time or not. Heaven settled it. Remember, people can't figure it out on their own. He is the Lord over there, born in a manger. That's a wow. That's wow. But you know what? It's not like watching Lindsay Sterner play in the subway and go, wow. It's different with Jesus. What's really the big news about Jesus is that he reaches out of his own story and he changes the viewer's life. He changes our lives. The wise men knew that. The shepherds kind of caught on at that time. But everyone who is a Christian that would come out at Christmas Eve instead of just rushing to your family gathering but coming here knows that he's changed your life. Because he's changed who you are. And he's changed your destiny. And he's given you salvation. And they said that. The The angels said that to the shepherds. He said he's a savior First, let me pick up on the anointed, the Messiah. They were Jews. They'd heard all about the Messiah. Everyone thought about the Messiah. Even the, the guy in the alleyway knew about the coming anointed one. It was, it was the, the, the most household phrase of all of Judaism. Remember the woman at the well who wasn't even a Jew? She was a Samaritan. And when Jesus read her heart and her life and said, you've had five husbands, The man you're living with is not your husband, she said, she said, Well, we know when Messiah comes, he'll tell us all things. She wasn't even a Jew, but she knew that Jews believed in a coming Messiah. The anointed one, anointed to do what? There was a lot of debate. Anointed to bring a military victory and great peace on earth. Anointed to bring escape. You know what a savior is. You've said it to somebody when they did something really big to help you
1: You're my savior.
0: A savior is someone who rescues you from an impossible situation, right? I have a doctor that I, I, whenever I email him, I say, you're the man that saved my life, right? He's, in a way, physically a savior for me, right? When you say, when the angel said, he's a savior, the angels were saying to those shepherds, your rescuer, the anointed Messiah has come, and he's born in a manger. Save you from what? judgment. See, the impossible situation we're in is we're all going to die. But what's more impossible than that is right after we die, we're going to stand before God and every soul is going to be judged. Their whole life is lived before him. You can hide it from me. I can hide it from you, but you can't hide it from him. And we're all going to be judged. And And the Lord saw that and being a righteous and just judge, God from eternity could not stand it that every single human being since Adam and Eve, would have to be condemned. And so from eternity, this is all proclamation that no sinner can make up on their own. It comes from the Bible, from heaven. All on his own, from eternity, God has always gloried in this one fact He would come down and take the judgment and the justice for us. So every human being, all the people, could have the joy of rescue. You've seen somebody rescued, right? When you watch the movies of someone getting rescued and how joyful they are, and you almost wish, I wish I'd have an epic story like that in my life, right? You do. That was God telling that to the shepherds. Rescued from your own demise for eternity by this baby Jesus who lived the perfect life, who died a perfect death, and rose again victorious for you. Now you know why the angels said to the shepherds, A Savior is born to you. Every year you probably are forced into thinking, why shepherds and not the Sadducees or the elders or the priests or the king or the princess? Why? Why do the angels go to the shepherds? And we're always left with really good meditation, but nowhere in Scripture does it say exactly why it was the shepherds. What if the shepherds had heard that the, the Savior was born, was announced to the chief priest and the elders? I think it probably would have made good logical sense to them that they weren't told because they kind of were in that caste system where they kind of put themselves out of the good graces of great theological blessings great gifts if kings were told first or princes they would think that fits because we are the aristocracy we deserve to be told first right but the shepherds they would have written themselves off unless they were told by heaven in fact Every one of us knows our sins so well, we kind of write ourselves off unless God tells us directly that our sins are forgiven. That's why the church has this ministry of talking to people eyeball to eyeball and saying, your sins are forgiven in the name of the Christ child who came and bore them away. So we will believe. So when we see the shepherds being told, that leaves room for me and for you. Rather than writing ourselves off because we're just too sinful or we're too plain for God. Remember what the shepherd said? It would bring joy to all the people. If you really believe the truth that without this Christ, you'd be lost forever. And you really believe that this Christ. The real belief of Christmas that this Christ is your Savior for you, then you have joy that will go to your family gathering tonight that's deep and spiritual in your heart. You have joy that cannot be taken away, and it really can't be added to, and it's very peaceful, peace on earth, goodwill toward people. You have the goodwill of the Father toward all other sinners. You have the conflict resolution blessing so that any conflict that might appear in your family, you can handle it right now through the same grace that God gave all of us. You just extend it to your family before they say they're sorry the right way and before they get it right. Because you have Christ. That's all that's wrapped up in that manger Now you can have a Merry Christmas. Amen.